And so when, like even like in dealing with the demonic, I want you to know there's times where I've done everything I know. And you know that over the years, experience is extensive, but that doesn't matter. Like, I mean, person's different situations. Sometimes I just kind of go, okay, Lord, I'm out. I mean, I'm out of bullets. I've done everything. I've emptied every cartridge I know. You know, I mean, I've, so now what? Lord, it'd be really great. I'm tired. I really don't care anymore. So could you just do this? And sometimes he does it, and it's crazy awesome. Like, he's mean, man. I mean, in a good way. And then, but, but then there are times where he just gives us insight, where things, you know, he, he intervenes. And that's not the norm. That's not the rule, because that's different than what Jesus taught us to do and gave us authority to do. But there are times like, okay, I, I, I don't know what else to do. I, I declare my defense. Will you counsel us? Will you lead us? Will you show us? And so to rely on that and have other people is good. Any other questions? All right. Did you get two papers? Page number one here, the Jesus model for prayer. And this is only half of this particular page. These are two separate things. Um, but we probably will have time just for this one. So in taking this more as a protocol, you know, when we start with this opening address, here's what I'd like to do tonight. Here's some things you can read about, kind of what that's about, um, some things we talked about tonight. And um, kind of an example would be, for example, using this for and against kind of thing. If you want, even want to write that over the little boxes, the left box would be for. In other words, just stuff we pray to God. The against is something that we're using our authority now to speak to those barriers or hindrances, those spiritual influences that may be there in the sense of delivers from the enemy kind of thing. So, it may sound something like this. You know, this is not some magic prayer. It's just a, an example. And you could use your own things in a million different ways. And it says, so we honor you, Lord Jesus, and worship you as Lord of all. We invite your presence and gather in your name. Something I like to do in some form all the time is because of who we're addressing, we want to make it personal, but also now just establishing his presence as Lord. To get, and I do this a lot. Uh, together or if I'm by myself, Lord, I just assert your lordship and dominion and victory over this place where I'm gathering, over every influence that has set its will against me or this gathering in this case against God's purpose and those gathered here. It's more of a corporate prayer, right? Now, in the same way, I'm, I'm addressing the same issue, right, in regard to what I'm praying. In Jesus' name, we command all that is opposed to the Lord Jesus Christ and His purpose here to leave now. We send you to Christ for His judgment and determination. We command that you remove all of your influences and effects. In other words, if you've been here for a while stinking up the place, right? Take all that with you. Or if you've affected somebody already before we got to this or somebody came in weighed down with something that the enemy was oppressing, it's kind of a pre-existence thing. We command that you remove all. Again, deliver us from the evil one, Lord. And we command that those influences be gone. We claim this place in the <clears throat> for the presence and purpose of Jesus Christ. Now, if you go back up there, when we start with this, our Father, the one in the heavens. Did, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, and this was a revelation to me too, that I actually read from someone else, and I thought, man, that's fascinating, and did a little bit more work on it. But see, it says, our Father, the one in the heavens, is the Greek rendering, that's plural. Then you go down here later when we pray, come now kingdom of God, be done will of God, here now on earth as you've established it in heaven. Singular. Why the difference? Our Father, the one in the heavens. Well, 
uh, try this out. It meant a lot to me, but the heavens are understood uh, in, in the language, and the etymology of that word as the place right around us. In other words, our Father, the one that's right here with us, right here among us. And the Bible says, Jesus said, I will be in you and with you. That, that's so cool. But yet at the same time, Lord, we exalt you now in your seated position in the right hand of God, far above all rule and authority, right? And he's present to us now, what? By his Holy Spirit. He's present with each one of us, in us and with us. And so as we address God now, we think, because sometimes, right, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I find myself, oh, he's way up there, right? Oh, God, almighty, the one way up there. You know, you're like completely checked out, right? You're up there, you're seeing over everybody like, you didn't, do you even notice me here? This, you know, like, you know, the Asian continent is huge. Like, are you even, I'm over here, you know? And he's so big and, you know, he's ruling over things, you know, keeping the planets going. He's calling the stars out by name, whatever, you know, all the stuff. And I'm kind of going, but now to think about, yeah, he's there, but now he's present personally through the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, it's good that I go away. As long as I'm here, I'm stuck in this body. I can only be in one place at one time. But when I go, I'll be in you and with you through the Holy Spirit, you know, my spirit, in a very personal way. And so God now present with us. And yet Jesus is in that place of authority and dominion, having finished his work, but is living in us and with us in the unseen presence of his Holy Spirit. And so that's a beautiful thing. We begin, that alone can give us pause for worship. We could spend a lot of time saying, Father, the one of the heavens, you know, we bless you that you're here. And getting in touch with the fact that he's here now among us, whether we're alone or we're together. And then exalting him as Lord. And you might want to begin, as I'm going to do here, Let's skip ahead in a few moments. We, we actually start, because here's what I'd like you to do. I, I want you to, if you have your Bible with you, if you've got some access to a Bible, whatever, through your phone or whatever you've got going, that uh, look for things that exalt the name of God. This is not, see, and please, can I, I don't know, what should I do? I don't want to be rude, but I also don't want people spinning off going, oh, Jesus, we thank you for this. And thank, this is, we're not doing a thank you thing right now, Okay. And that's hard because I always start out with something like thank you, and that's cool, and, and, and that's great. But now look at, does he start out with thank you here? No, our Father, the one in heavens, hallowed be your name. Okay, now let's break that down in the Greek. Our Father, the one in the heavens, may your name be honored as holy. So now let's do that. Father, we can, so we start using different names for God. If you look like at the other prayers in the Bible... Uh, when you need a powerful God, they go, oh, sovereign Lord, you rule over all the kingdoms of the world. Like, okay, that's a big God. You're calling on a big God for a big situation. That's Jehoshaphat's prayer. You power and might are in your hand. No one with can, can withstand you. It's not, oh, Daddy, it's so good to be with you. You're here with me today. You're going, oh, God, help. We need the big, strong, sovereign rule over all the nations. I'm reminding you who you are. You rule over everything. No one can withstand you because we're going to get wiped out. Or Genesis 32, you know, when Jacob's about ready to meet Esau again. Oh, God, you're the one who promised that I would inherit this land. You know, you blessed my father. You know, you're the God of my father. That's how he starts it. You're the God of my father. Abraham. Remember those guys, those guys that maybe you're not so fond of me, but those guys you promised and you said I'd be this guy. And you said you'd give us all this stuff. But if he kills me, I'm not gonna, all that stuff's not going to happen. Remember them. Remember me. See, he comes to God. In a manner, he appeals to God in a manner that's consistent with the situation. Or when you're asking for a job. Oh, Lord, you're our provider. You're, you're Jehovah God. You know, or what, if you want to use Hebrew words or whatever, it doesn't make you more spiritual. It doesn't make him answer quicker. 
you can just say, God, you promised to provide the one who supplies all my needs. You know? You're the one who promised this if I seek first your kingdom. You're the God who provides. You're the God who sees my situation. Uh, you, Lord, you said you care more for the sparrows. and said Solomon was clothed. Not even as good as that lily. Lord, I could use some more clothes. You know? I could use this. And I, I'm out. Do you know that just thank you, Jesus, right now? I just want to thank you for that. I mean, I thought after the first car that someone gave us because we asked God to provide, that that would be it. Like, oh, that ain't going to happen again. So six or seven cars later, including the Mercedes-Benz, a brand-new van off the lot, and two other luxury vehicles. Of course, I sold them. We sold the Mercedes because, you know, it felt good, though, for a while, you know. But no, it was, it was for provision, right? It wasn't for me to drive a cool car. It was for financial provision, for the ministry during those times and stuff. Someone said, oh, here, have this car. I go, what? You know? And so really six, seven, maybe it's more. I don't know. But Lord, we're, we're willing to buy. I mean, just, you know, if we have the money, we're not trying to be slackers here. But whatever way you want to provide, Lord, you promise. You know, we need a car. We have to have a car. I mean, we live in that kind of culture. So it's not like, oh, yeah. And you take what he gives you, you know, and we haven't gotten any crappers, you know, and we've got some good ones and we got some, but they're not brand new. They're not off the lot. They're not like, you know, some brand, I mean, the one was, that was cool, but it's not like some fancy thing, like an Escalade or something. Not that there's anything wrong with you driving an Escalade, but it was provision. You know what I'm saying?